Hi, everyone. Today's episode is a release of our first ever podcast, which was aired on February 9th, 2019. It's entitled Love, and yes, it is still our favorite topic. This is our most listened to podcast. And so if you've been following along with the Reading Aloud podcast, tune in to hear how our thoughts on love have changed and how they have grown and how they have developed more than four years that we've been doing this podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the Reading Aloud Podcast, a place where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication are explored in real time by a real couple, that's us, and a baby. (laughs) Enjoy. Hey, y'all. Welcome to our very, very first, first Reading Aloud podcast. Yeah. Woo! We're so excited. We're going to spend today telling you a little bit about ourselves, and then we're just going to go straight into it and talk about love. Mm, My favorite topic. Mm -hmm. It really is his favorite topic, and I'm excited for you to hear what he has to say about it. Um, So, uh, as we mentioned before, I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. And this is Reading Aloud. Really quickly, brief bio, I'm from Dallas, Texas. I moved to Asheville, North Carolina in 2002 for college. I left for a year to go to grad school in New York City and then moved back to Asheville in 2007 for a job, and I have been here ever since. And I am Adam Collette, and I'm from southeastern Kentucky, and I moved to Asheville in 2004 and was here for for college and was here until 2009 and then was gone for about five years, uh, lived a couple of different places, but mostly Boston and Oakland, California, and then uh, moved back here in 2014 and met the love of my life like six months later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we um, were both fresh out of relationships and were out dancing Um, separately, but we have a mutual friend and we, for as much time as we've lived in Asheville, for as small as this town may seem from time to time, we don't have that many mutual friends. I mean, of course we do now, but we didn't at the time. And we had one mutual friend and I was out with her and she recognized Adam and we locked eyes and got introduced and pretty quickly decided to go out on a date. And ever since then, it's been really apparent that we are meant to be together. Yeah. You know, love at first sight is a little cliche probably, but um, it it really did. I think for everything that that, all the emotions that that brings up, it was as close as I could ever get to it, I think. You know, as close as I could ever imagine it, it being. It was instant connection and it was it was instant love in that we didn't even know what that type of love was yet. Yeah, you know? I had certainly never felt it before. Yeah. It, it's interesting to think about it being love at first sight because if you look back, that's what it was. But at the time, like you're saying, it's not necessarily something that you know when you mm. see it. And I think a lot of people talk about love at first sight um, or talk about the desire for love at first sight or they wonder, when I meet my person, will I feel love at first sight? Now that I think about it, it was more like intuition at first sight Mm. because you know the story goes on and we go on a date but the last thing I said on our very first date was well at the risk of freaking you out I just want to say I think I'm going to know you forever 
at the time, we had a lot of in common work-wise, even though we're in different fields, but I felt like potentially it was going to be something that we could, like a project we were going to be working on, or maybe we were going to be best friends. I mean, of course, we were attracted to each other, but I definitely was not saying it as in like, I'm going to marry you, and I know Mm -hmm. this to be true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, it's like intuition at first sight. So if you're wondering about whether or not you're going to experience love at first sight, I think the thing to really ask yourself is, how's my intuition doing these days? And maybe like being able to tap into that at a deeper, stronger, more powerful level allows those possibilities to kind of open up. Um, I really love that you said intuition at first sight. I've, you know, I don't know if we've ever said it like that. Mm-mm. And that makes so much sense to me. Like that makes so much sense because it wasn't, you know, love is a love is a very complex, you know, very uh just just like used term. And so it has a lot of different like meanings and baggage and expectations and also like power with it. So, you know, to say love at first sight really comes with a lot of interpretation behind that. But like to say intuition or I intuitively knew that I was going to know you for a very, very, very long time, that we were going to be together in some capacity for a very, very, very long time um, or for the rest of our lives, uh, not knowing how that love would translate out. I mean, that is that's incredible. That's so neat to look at it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. Almost means lots of different possibilities. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you a question because, you know, today in today's episode, we're also wanting to give folks a little bit of a sense of what, what we're doing, why we're doing it. You know, we say our little tagline in the intro, but a little bit more depth into what exactly we're doing here. And something that you said a long, long time ago, which if we have time to talk about the story at length, I'll share that it was not the easiest conversation that we ever had, kind of scared me to death in some ways, but you were trying to explain something to me that I couldn't fully wrap my brain around, and it was that you wanted to, and I'm interpreting here, so feel free to share what you actually said and then what you meant, but Mm -hmm. you were explaining to me that you really wanted to share the love that we had with other people. (laughs) 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 which just could mean anything (laughs) yeah let's move to utah no um share the love that we had with other people yeah i mean we've been listening to a lot of podcasts and a lot of lately in kind of preparation for this and one thing that's jumped out to me is how eager people are for information and in our relationship, I think that we have a, a unique way of loving each other, supporting each other, and just a healthy way, you know, healthy, unique. We, everybody's way is probably unique, but like there's just this desire that I just really feel that one of the most sacred divine things that you can do in this world on a daily basis is share love. That is so powerful to to share love with people and that comes in many forms that doesn't mean that you make out with make out with everybody or are going around hugging people being like share the love you know no don't be creepy love is such a it's intuitive it's a powerful energetic 
field that you put out. It's made through loving, through eye connection, through opening the door for somebody, through picking up something when some somebody drops something. It's, you know, being nice to people, saying thank you. That is actually forms of sharing love and putting that kindness out into the world. And so when I think about it in terms of us, the ability for us as a relationship where we're in this space where we feel comfortable sharing our love that is a service that is an amazing amount of information that we can give out to people not in a not in trying to be an egotistical kind of way but in like a abundance kind of way in a way of abundance so i have so many questions yeah. um because i can feel that old feeling coming up again so when i was younger I think I felt the same way that you felt was like love was easy. Love was something that I had a lot of and a lot to give and I gave it freely. And that was to my friends, to my family. Um, You know, as I got older, it was in relationships, but I just felt so much possibility around love. And I think something that happens to a lot of people is what happened to me is that something went wrong in that something got misguided in me and sent me down the wrong path. So in my instance, it's like picking the wrong person to love and giving them so much love Mm. and then having it be swiped out from under your feet. So, you know, I was in a huge relationship where somebody just was cheating on me the entire time. It shut me down completely. It was like, no, no, no. Love, love needs rules all of a sudden love needs serious boundaries uh love is not steady love is love is conditional love is i mean insert whatever kind of restriction fear-based restriction that wants to come with that so you know i carried that into up until I met you. And it was a little bit confusing to me when you were like, love is super easy. I can make eye contact with this person and show love. And I have my own clear boundaries about that. Cause I was like, I mean, I I just needed to relearn it. So I'm curious, you know, how you as a person and as a man, how you have how you navigate that like what is what is the extent of the love that you give and how is it so fluid yet so clearly boundaried Mm. I think um well at least what's coming up for me right now I'd like to ask you a question like do you feel like when you started to place rules and boundaries on your love do you feel like that restricted or placed boundaries on the definition of love yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 well, I changed the way I viewed love. Love, like, all of a sudden had categories. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it was before, it was, you know, not to sound like a complete hippie, but I was raised by hippies. It was a free love kind of thing, except for my parents were monogamous. And that, you know, that it wasn't, it was traditional. I saw traditional relationships, but it was a free love kind of thing. Like, you could, love people and you could love your friends deeply and you could have complex and intricate relationships and you could share lots of things and all of a sudden I was like no love a might not really be a thing and b is not something you can count on it just it got really narrow yes the definition got narrow yeah because I think that I think that when like when we place the the term or the word love in a box and we we associate it with actions you know, certainly 
there is love that is, you know, needs to be kind of like in a relationship. And, and when we immediately think of, I love you or I'm in love with you, that has a lot of weight and meaning. But what does it mean to share love? Because you're not going to be in love or say, I love you with the kind of classical common understanding that that, that brings with it to everyone out there. But that doesn't mean that we couldn't share love. And it's the same word, right? It's the same term. Isn't it like part of the problem that that English language only has one word and it's most likely, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there are other cultures and languages out there that have multiple ways of describing this emotion. But, like, I guess I'm saying, like, love isn't necessarily... Well, I actually think that that's the point. I think that that's the point. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that we're talking about lots of different loves. And how do you... How do you using this one word that we have and of course we've got like and adore and interested and curious and other things that are similar but like there is no other word for love and and I think that that's the point is that we're dealing with this complex like we like my our definition of love our monogamous definition of love is just not the only way to love and it's the way that we choose to love yet we also have love for all these you know it's well, like my mind's exploding. Yeah, well, think about it like this, or this is what's coming up for me. Love is not, love doesn't have to be actions, right? Love doesn't have to be acts of love. But Certainly it could be, hold on, let me, let, me, yeah. let me finish. So so love doesn't have to be actions. Love could just be a way of being. Like to share love is just being a loving person, right? When we, when, when we learn, like a lot of religions will have something to the effect of love your enemy or like, you know, when somebody does a, a, a terrible act, what's the first thing that people who are, you know, a lot of spiritual people do is pray for that person you know, is actually pray for them and show them love. Now that is an action, but it is a way of being, is his philosophy, and it is a completely different type so, so of being than like, a, I love you. Right, it's not necessarily a transaction. Like it's uh, not transactional. Yeah. But, yeah. well, and energetically it's probably transactional, but what I hear you saying is it's not like you do something and then somebody does something else. But there is the idea that you want there to be a reception on the other side. You want somebody to receive it. And so a lot of times the way we love people is by doing things that they can actually receive in their body, not just sending them wavelengths across the ocean, like sending them a heart emoji or something like that. Yeah, or or just being nice to them, you know, or or giving advice or being showing up the way that they need somebody to show up for them um, in that moment. So do we have time to talk about like the ways in which our definition as a relationship has shifted though? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you know, part of when this conversation come up, came up is you were in Berlin, Brussels, <laughs> where, where? Uh, Brighton, Brighton beach in England. You were in England. Okay. Brighton, yeah. So you were traveling for work and you ended up staying out with your colleague, Scott and you ended up with some other colleagues and y'all were out really late and you're on the beach and then you call me to tell me that you've had this conversation with this woman on the beach at like two in the morning about how much you love me and I was like no sir (laughs) 
like like that's not okay i don't care that you're talking about me right the fact was that i was you yes. know having this conversation yeah and you were like stunned it was like it it was like the every fiber in your body was like trying to tell me what an amazing rich experience and you were it made me in that moment love. more in love with you like more in love with you like that it grew <laughs> and grew and grew because of you know i was it was like being able to express it to somebody in a way you know in that moment and i felt like what i was hearing and this was in retrospect at the moment i was like no <laughs> and and still a part of me feels that way and i'm glad that we don't do things like that anymore <laughs> but but um never you know, again no <laughs> but i feel like what you were trying to say to me you know years later i'm able to see this is that you were like i shared the massive amount of love that i have mm. with you and i i get i i shared that with this woman who then could could have some of it so that then she could grow in her love in her life to then share it and pass it on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's, what is that, you know, you, like you often talk about in an entrepreneurial setting, like, you know, operating from this place of like just abundance and giving, 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 because, um, you know, when you're, when you're, like there's there's more than enough clients for everybody, right? right? Like I'm not hoarding my clients because I'm afraid and I'm operating from a place of scarcity, but you're actually, you know, you're giving because you know that like it comes back and it comes back tenfold. And I think that that's something that we've been learning as a relationship is like, hey, we can actually share our experiences, we can share through podcasting, through dialogue with other people, through our actions, our experience of love and being in a, you know, a relationship in this complex world. Um, and that actually, that that's a way of helping, you know, that's a way of helping to put it out there and heal and, and spread, spread love that we want to. I definitely <clears throat> feel like in the beginning of our relationship, establishing, like allowing me to to need what I needed, which was some boundaries and some clarity, really, and so just like a constant sense of security, really opened me up to a return to that original essence that I was mm. talking about. Yeah. That really true feeling of free love, like for both of us, for the most part, to be able to just go out in the world, do our great work, love who we want, and just fully trust the process and believe in that giving of love means a greater return for ourselves and passing on more love in the world. And at this point, it does feel like that is what the universe and the world is calling for. Yeah. And, you know, I think getting to like kind of one of our inspirations around this podcast was a way that we developed that that kind of some of that healing um, in both in both both of us had kind of things that we needed to heal and overcome and uh, a way that we developed that trust and an ability to operate in that state of existence which you just spectacularly described it was through conversation it was through like us just sitting down and talking about these topics and being open enough to share in depth with our partner being vulnerable you know uh debating each other 
enjoying conversation and enjoying that and yelling like, and yelling and, <laughs> being and all, mad. right being mad I just don't want people to think making, that we like making fun of each right. other yeah yeah no totally yeah don't right. the people should not you should listeners you should not think that that like <laughs> we are sitting here on some sort of like you know higher plane of, yeah, of no. relationship existence because <clears throat> that is certainly not the case but um, we're just excited to share what we have to offer. And I also you know? think the other thing I'm excited to share is that it is because of this love that so much has become possible. We don't have kids, yeah. but I hear a lot of people, almost everyone talk about love that they never could have imagined. And they just never knew how much they wanted and needed. And we're going to learn from these kids. You know, I mean, I, it, it's yeah. the same thing for me. Um, it translated into just a singular relationship with one other person is that I had no, it was like my life was rich and amazing, really, really rich and amazing. And I had no idea the exponential benefits of loving you. Mm-hmm. That's fire. We've got a breather over here, y'all. Sometimes he won't answer because he's breathing. <laughs> I just, you know, yes. And, uh, yeah, I'm slower than you sometimes in, in this. In <laughs> no, this. I, I take time I to respond. It, yeah. yeah. Well, it's balance, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> ah, deep breath. <laughs> sometimes they now have I to- sometimes. Now I totally forgot what we were talking about. That, that, the exponential love. Uh-huh. That, this, that this, because of this love, so much more has happened for me and for you. Yeah. Yeah, it, so much more has happened and so much has released at the same time. Mm. So much has simplified, you know, that's a that's a real like we I think when we when we're not cultivating, you know, uh, somebody said to me once, if you're not if you're not growing spiritually and that could mean whatever you want it to mean. Um, just in terms of if you let's just say it like this, if you're not growing, uh, or growing spiritually with your partner, then what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, like for real though, like, what are you doing? And it's not that you're doing it. You're, you know, there's just, it's not that you're doing it wrong. It's just that there's potential for exponential growth there. And when that growth starts to happen, one of the things that you do is you start to shed all the things that you've been doing to kind of cover up where that growth could have taken place. You know, you've added in all this stuff into your life. You've added in all these habits. You've added in all these things that these thoughts and these stories about yourself that you tell yourself, all this, even sometimes sickness in our bodies that we've contained inside that then we begin to shed and our true selves begin to blossom. And that's possible in in a relationship. I think it's also possible just in relationship in general around intimacy, because I know Mm. everybody listening is not in a committed relationship, nor in monogamous relationship, nor maybe do they want to be in relationship, right? But in relationship period, intimacy, with vulnerability and all of the things included. Now, it's a little bit fast-tracked when you're in a marriage or a a relationship where you live with somebody because what what happens with intimacy is that you receive the mirror every single day. And we were talking about this. So before we wrap up, we were talking about this yesterday 
um, that I was like, I was like, I had no idea how much my moods changed on a daily basis until I met you. And it's because of the amount of time we choose to spend together. I literally used to get in a mood, like have a grumpy mood, go out and spend, you know, 24 hours completely by myself. I mean, thank God I didn't have the internet like I do now like that that would have just been a black hole of nightmares but you know I would watch tv or just like do nothing or create something all by myself and have my mood until it passed but right but when I since I live with you I see my moods change because you're a mirror for me so I think that it's you know the growth that exponential growth happens in relationships so when we're willing to show up and allow ourselves to be reflected by someone else Mm -hmm. and if it comes from that place of love not judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about shitty friends who make you feel crappy and shameful about your your experience, your life experience. I'm talking about people who love you, mm-hmm. and they it naturally they will show you the mirror for who you really are, and you have the opportunity for exponential growth. Yeah, yeah. I that was so that was so like eye opening for me. Talking about that was was just like I don't because I come home every day. And you're here and we're, you know, we're, we're spending this much time with each other. And it's not that we're not giving each other personal space, but it's just like that person is around. Um, and before they weren't like, that is an incredible growth curve in a relationship about being like, I can't, I can't be my worst self all the time because somebody is, is there like watching me and boy, talk about, you know, kicking your rearing gear as, you know quoting my mother there get your rearing gear um you know that that is one of the most amazing transformations that happens in relationship i'll be excited at some point to talk about our families um and how they showed love because both of our parents have interesting ways of showing love and both have chosen the path of navigating big difficulties together so yeah Thanks well, this was a pleasure. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed this first one. I love one. you. <laughs> love you, too. All right. Bye, y'all. Thanks for tuning in and listening as we discuss what is meaningful and curious to us. And don't forget to rate, review, and share with your friends. Bye. Bye.